we are here for the experience and we will make endless mistakes and we will be wrong all the time. And that's what helps us keep learning and growing and being weird. You know, it's awesome when you really look at it. The world is changing and that is amazing, albeit a bit unsettling sometimes. You see, the third dimension is grasping desperately to hold our collective consciousness in its grip. But one by one, we are shifting into the fifth dimensional reality. We are shedding the old concepts of fear, greed, power over, and control as they give way to understanding, love, compassion, and community. I'm your host, Laura Christine, intuitive healer and channel. I've created this show to help you manifest your lighter, brighter future by following the urgings of your boundless soul. Trust me, it knows where to go. Hit subscribe to stay aligned. Now relax and enjoy the show. Welcome, Wayshower. I am just here to say that you are so bright and so beautiful and so loved and loving. I know that. The world needs you. I'm so happy you are here and you are shining in your specific and beautiful and unique way of shining. Sarah and I dig into depression in this episode, and I think it's a really important topic because as way showers and people who just feel like we're not meant to be here, this can be something we all experience or a lot of us have experienced. Maybe some of us are experiencing now, especially in this time. So have a listen and see what resonates for you about depression. Of course, that is not all we talk about. We talk about really fun and light things. In fact, we laugh, I think, more than I have laughed with any of my guests. And this is literally the first time officially meeting Sarah. She did pass me by one time before the whole COVID thing. And I was like, are you Sarah Daigle? And she's like, yeah. Like, hi, I've been wanting to meet you for like five years. (laughs) And finally... We did there, but, you know, it was kind of, I don't know if she was going into a bookstore or something that I was sitting by. I don't remember exactly, but anyhow, that's how we kind of met. And then I emailed her back from one of her newsletters and we made this thing work. She is very knowledgeable about a lot of things and also understands and is quick to say that she also doesn't know everything. Because nobody knows everything. But the cool thing is, humans are connected. Whether we connect the way Sarah and I just did, whether we connect in the way that you are connecting with the two of us, we're connected. We're even connected up in the ethers and the etheric realms and everything. And we can get all the information, which is something else we talk about here. But that's not always the easiest way to get information. Sometimes the easiest way is to pop some earbuds in your ears and listen to a podcast or reach out to a friend, or Google it. (laughs) So enjoy the show. If you have any questions for either of us, you'll find our information in the show notes. But before I forget, I definitely want to share one of these five-star reviews. This one's by Starry Nectar. And so thank you, Starry Nectar, wherever you are out there, giving you a shout out. And then it's if you really want to feel 
and then there's an F and three dots. <laughs> so I can't actually see, at least on my phone, I can't see the full title. Um, fabulous? Fantastic? I don't know. Let's, let's, let's see. <laughs> Free? Maybe? Okay, here's the uh, review from Starry Nectar. Laura curates some incredible, she has, I'm assuming it's a she, but maybe it's he, uh, all the letters capitalized in incredible. And it's true. I do curate some incredible folks and stories and content. So thank you so much, Starry Nectar. She also says, if you really want to be inspired by others who have set themselves free, this is the podcast for you. Exclamation point. I love those exclamation points, as you all know. So if you write a review, put an exclamation point in there <laughs> and you'll make me smile even a little more. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thank you. So excited to be here. I am too. I have been wanting to talk to you for a long time. So boom, manifest. Finally, <laughs> on 11-11, mind you. I know. That was, I was like, yeah, that's, that's meant to be. By the way, happy birthday a month ago and a day short. Does yes, that make sense? Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. 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 It's been an awesome initiation into year three six so it's Ooh, that's the best year it's good it gets better every year it really I does know, right it really yeah i say 36 is a lot better than 27 8 9 uh-huh 100 <laughs> percent so <laughs> saturn's on our side <laughs> i know i was gonna say maybe i'll do a saturn return episode yeah. um all right, so first things first, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and actually all the listeners too to tune in and imagine what your soul is wearing. And how does your soul present itself? Does it have jewelry on? Is it wearing shoes? Is it flying through the air, riding a broomstick? You know, what's your, <laughs> what's your soul? What does she look like or he or it or however it even presents? You want me to explain mine? Is that what you're Yeah, asking? I totally want to know what your okay. soul looks like. <laughs> um, I see I see a lot of purple, blue, and white light. It's a lot of light behind my eyes. Definitely free-flowing, you know, mm. just allowing the energy to flow and move where it's drawn to, um, activating, lots of activation with this light. That's what I feel from it activation of <laughs> activation of you know through connection with other light streams with other light beings there's always this spark mm. um so that's just kind of what i see as i'm free flowing there's just like these igniting lights as i go and it just feels invigorating <laughs> Ooh, i love it i'm invigorating it's making me sweat <laughs> That's okay. a powerful soul. <laughs> so awesome. So when people are on the podcast, typically, I mean, I'm here, I'm inviting you to speak your truth and be who you are, right? So your soul is right there with you. Yeah. But anyone out there, if you're if you ever feel like you're not confident or you're in pain, or, you know, experiencing chronic pain that can't you can't get out of. Uh, anxiety, things like that. It really helps to imagine that soul up and call it in and say, that's me, that's me. And really embody that. Absolutely. So and, powerful. 
Yeah. And maybe if you're feeling like you could use a good sweat, you know, don't bother going to a sauna, just call up your soul. (laughs) Fire's there. It's going strong. (laughs) So, So let's move right into what makes you feel boundless. Yeah. Oh, so I really a hundred percent feel when you ask that question, it's just like my mind, like my heart is so powerful and it's there. It's always more layers awakening and just opening up. And it's my mind. Some, for some reason, ever since I was little, I've had this capacity to tap into more of the mind field and it's only gotten stronger as I understand it more. Right. And I can harness my abilities more. Um, but the mind has so many layers and, when you see with it and see through it, it just, it allows you to see beyond the boundaries, right? Like beyond the, the fears, the walls that we put up or someone else has put up or the boxes we feel put in. And I just, I always feel like, especially the last like nine years of my life, it's grown more where I'm like, mm, we can do anything. We're good. Like, <laughs> You know, just being able, for me, the vision, the vision and the seeing within the mind field helps. So that's, that's my boundlessness. I just feel like I can create anything. I really love that. And I really love how you brought the mind into the forefront here, because I think for a lot of, you know, the spiritual community, it's just like, get out of the mind. The mind sucks. The mind creates all this crap, but the mind does everything. And it's, it's necessary. We have it. We're human. Let's use it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I love that you put it that way. It's so true. You know, everyone's always like, quiet the mind, still the mind. I'm like, there's so much going on there. Like, hang on. Are you going to like see what's there first before you try to silence it? Like there's a lot of communication going on in there. <laughs> yeah. And let's be, let's be honest. Um, silencing the mind. Uh, yeah. I, Unless you're some master that can just drop in and be clear. I've had that happen once in my life where there was nothing and Mm. I didn't even try. It just happened. And so to me, I'm like, okay, I understand silence. Like there's nothing there. And yet there's a lot there. And it's (laughs) it's more about accepting it, right? To me, it's more about accepting it and not attaching to it, right? And just disconnecting from the emotional attachment or its ability to overwhelm. Right. So definitely, definitely. Because I think too, in the acceptance of it, now you're going to start to be able to silence it more because you're not attached to it. You're not, and you're not pushing it away. Cause as we all know, what we resist, wait, how did, yeah, say that you say it. So what we were saying is what we persist. Our <laughs> we let the mind go. No attachment. We've done it. Oh my god! So what we resist persists, and it is absolutely true. I have found everything I try to push away or ignore; it just keeps coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And everything, <laughs> and I found everything I <laughs> chase that. I want that. Yeah. I need that. Mm, yeah, that that just runs away. And, yep. <laughs> so bizarre, but it's true. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay. Hey, how about this? We talked about the mind and how amazing it is. But another thing I know you wanted to talk about was the heart and how it's such a powerful source of energy within you. So let's 
kind of do that dichotomy there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I've spent quite a few years trying to understand more about the aura, the energy field around us. And um, I had found a few different amazing teachers, Greg Braden, Joe Dispenza, all the amazing people that I found years ago. And then I found HeartMath. And HeartMath has been my number one go-to, which they base a lot of their teachings on. And um, HeartMath is a whole institute dedicated to the power of the heart, right? And they're really trying to understand what's going on there. And they found that the heart really does create a larger field. It's stronger than the brain. And so you have your brain pulses and your heart pulses moving in through your aura, in through your, your energy field, yet your heart is generating a lot of it. And so the more we can tune into the heart chakra and the heart field, the stronger that loving, that peaceful vibe can come in. And with that, there's, there's so much because to me, when we drop into the heart, we tend to drop out of the brain, but creating a coherency, right? There's a coherency between the heart and the brain. So I call it our critical thinking and our critical feeling. That's what I call it. You know, it's really dropping into that. And it allows us to start sensing the feeling in a cognizant way. Like there's, we're understanding more about what our feelings are meaning and what they're trying to tell us. And in that coherence, it begins to clear the static. It begins to clear the static and the extra chaos in the mind, in the mind field, your aura all around you, and it begins to work for you and work with you rather than if we have trauma or pain and there's these boxes around our hearts and, you know, there's so much blocking what is trying to help us, you know, trying to help us communicate with ourselves and each other, right? Because our field is communicating with other people all the time. We just don't realize it. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like when we can really drop into that heart space and create the healing that we need, um, it's quite easy just to initiate the process I've found through learning more heart math. Once you get that clarity, you work from there and then it just keeps expanding. It's amazing. Mm. So good. Boundless. Yeah. (laughs) Boundless expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do find that when I'm in that heart space, working with the minefield is amazing. Yes. It, It really is. You can navigate through it much more clearly. Again, because it's got that coherence. You're not fighting you know, that internal battle we all have of heart or head. What do I do? Do I follow the yeah. logic or do I follow the feeling? I don't know. Ah, well, if yeah. you can get them coherent, all, all of a sudden, You're... the feeling that's logical will be logical. <laughs> you right. know, the, You're like, oh, it's both. <laughs> and the feeling that's not logical isn't logic. It's just, it makes it's sense. Clear. Yeah, absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. And then you have those moments. You're like, why didn't I come up with that before? <laughs> oh, Radical yeah. acceptance, everybody. You came up with yep. it at the exact perfect time. <laughs> exactly. It's all perfect. <laughs> that was tough for me to, to learn too. I was, when I was a kid, especially and growing up, I was very self-critical. And even when mm-hmm. I started my spiritual journey, I was just like, no, 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 I, I know this already. And I think now they call it bypassing. <laughs> I wasn't, t- <laughs> I wasn't, you know, intentionally, doing that, I just, I literally thought that if I didn't know, I wasn't a good person. (laughs) 
Yeah. Wow. And that's okay. Yeah, we, exactly. I, I think that's such a, I just love, and I want to touch base on that for a moment. I think that working with my clients that I do on a day-to-day basis and, and with my own self, I had a lot of self-judgment growing up as well. And, and into my awakening process, you know, there's always so many layers, but I just feel like sometimes or a lot of times no one really talks about that. No one really talks about self-judgment and these negative ways we talk to ourselves and talk about ourselves and think that other people might be thinking about us and all the layers. Right. And it really holds us back one because it's happening and two, because we're, we don't want to acknowledge that something's happening there. And then three, because we aren't really able to talk about it and work it out. Right. And so I just really love to open up space for my clients to be like, it's okay that the self judgments are there. We all have it. We all have about a bazillion personalities and thoughts going on in our mind, a million different perspectives. Like you should have done that better, whatever. And they're all doing their things. It's like when we come into that heart space, we just know, and that way we can have a conversation with those different judgments and say, well, actually, not really, you know? So it becomes this more empowering space that we begin to unravel and let go of those those self-judgments so we can just be, right? And let's just admit a lot of those self-judgments aren't from us per se, you know? It's from things we see, things we witness, other people judging us, and then we just keep repeating it or whatever, right? So the loops, <laughs> the loops in the mind, it's crazy. Those fantastic little things. Yeah. <laughs> so <best>. enjoyable. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they The are. best thing about those little loops is you can change them. Exactly. Now, it takes effort, time, and, you know, a will to do it. <laughs> I think eventually... Yes. Humanity, hopefully myself included, will be at the point where we recognize a loop and we say, oh, I'm going to reprogram that right now in this instant and it'll just be done forever. But my experience is, oh, oh, there's that. Okay, I'm going to reprogram that. And then it comes back. <laughs> so I just reprogram it again. And, and it's so that's where the self-acceptance of like, these things take time. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it's pretty fascinating to see, oh, yes, I feel like I've had a breakthrough. And then all of a sudden, a few months pass or a year or whatever. And then it comes back up. You're like, shoot, what <laughs> just happened? I did this already. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does. There's layers to it. And sometimes you can. You can get it right to the pinpoint. You know, I work with NLP neuro-linguistic programming a little bit and learning more and more as I go. But there are things in the mind that you really can do to nip it. And just it's done. And other times there are more layers, but it gets, wouldn't you say it gets a little bit less potent each time you revisit it as well. You get better at it and stronger with it and it starts to dissolve more and more. <laughs> I would say that. And I'm really glad you brought up that actually Yes, it takes time most of the time, but there are also times where you can just hit it and it's done and you're done. different and it's awesome. Yep. It's true, mm-hmm. both, both and. And as I think, again, I'm going to come back to acceptance. I think this whole conversation, you know, if we are accepting of whichever path this time it takes, it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the real transformation, I think. Agreed. And honesty, just, okay, let's be honest the more I think the more you get used to just being honest, meaning you're not hiding anything. 
you get more comfortable just being you, not caring about what other people are going to say or think or talk about, which honestly, come on, they're probably not <laughs> going to. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure I care more about myself than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and what I'm doing. Agree. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty much only those stories we tell ourselves, those fears. Oh, is someone going to see me this way? Or someone going to see me this way? And we begin to think it's real. And it's like, no, they really are so busy with their lives. They're not thinking about you. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So fascinating. (laughs) So I would say if you're, if that's you, you know, if you're afraid of being seen like that, find somebody with, that spaciousness, like Sarah, I am like that too. You know, there are a lot of people out there who understand what it's like to be human and accept it in all of its glory Mm. (laughs) and craziness. And that's the kind of people you want to find and follow or work with or whatever, just to keep your brain seeing this acceptance Mm. and seeing how, yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with those people who are there, at least 50%, at least 50% of your people you're surrounding yourself with, have them be where you're reaching for, right? So that you can be inspired daily and see that that's a thing. That's for real. People are living that way and you don't have to be held back anymore if you choose to not, you know, you gotta, like you said, it takes practice. It takes, I really think it's, it's our due diligence to recognize these patterns in ourselves and this disrespect or fear we have around ourselves or to ourselves and just say, hang on, I am human. I may be spirit in human form, but I'm human. And this is a freaking weird experience. And no one knows what the heck is happening. I'm like, <laughs> anyone who sits here and says, oh, you just do this and everything's perfect and, da, 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 da. and they got everything figured out. I'm like, come on, that takes years of enlightenment, maybe. But if we were 100% enlightened in our minds and our hearts, we probably wouldn't be here. I'm just going to throw that out there. I could be wrong, but we probably wouldn't be here. It doesn't mean that we don't have this powerful light shining through us and we're not connected to other amazing spaces, but we are here for the experience and we will make endless mistakes and we will be wrong all the time. And that's what helps us keep learning and growing and being weird. You know, it's awesome when you really look at it. <laughs> I am just ecstatic because I'm going to pull that clip out. <laughs> I love that. I love what oh, you said. Awesome. All of it. It's so fun and fabulous and true. And <laughs> yeah, I get like this. <laughs> just be confident with the fact that what I have right now is okay. 
And if I can just laugh along the way at certain mistakes I might make or whatever, and just find humor, find a humor in it. God, we're weird. We're weird people. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm at now almost every single day. Like, I still have my down days. I still have my frustration days. I still, I am human. I've got that. But most of my days, I'm like, wow, this, this is something. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just make your way through your days that way and just find more joy, create more joy and let yourself relax a little bit. I used to be so uptight. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like every li- I must have every little detail. I must have it all written down. It's got to be perfect. And I'm just like, I'm so grateful. I don't have to be that way anymore because I've let go, right? Like that resistance, that fear. Let's breathe and let it go. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I promise. (laughs) It's so true. Oh my gosh. I, such an A personality am I that I basically A personality my way into being a B personality, but it doesn't really work that way. So now I'm just accepting that I'm an A personality. I am driven and I'm going to do the things that I want to do and stay on top of stuff. But I'm also going to just go and dance on the beach sometimes if I want to do that and let loose and let go because balance is, as, as the Libras we are, yes. <laughs> balance is such a fickle little thing. <laughs> but it's fun to try to find. And, yeah. you know, to your point of experiencing the joy, experience the tears. Experience yeah. the, let life, what is my friends, let life have its way with you. Yeah. What if mm-hmm. you just didn't resist that too? I'm having a depressing day, which I want to talk to you about too, about yeah. depression. I loved what yeah. you said. I'm yeah. having this really crap depressing day. Okay. Let's see what energy is moving in me and how can it move and what can I, how bad can I cry or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. To the point that I can't breathe. Those are the best cries. Those are the best. I had this the other day, actually, recently. I'll just touch base on this. Probably about a month ago. I just had this surge of tears come through and I've gotten really good at just let it flow. What's happening? The body, I feel like emotions are communication with ourselves. And so if we let that frequency move through, it'll come through into something else. It just needs to move and not get stuck in there. Shove it down. Right. So cried and I cried and cried and cried and cried. And I was outside on my hammock and I just was sobbing. And in the sobbing, I realized how beautiful of a purification process crying actually is. And I was just like, wow, okay, like I was crying out so deeply to the point that I was like, you know, just pushing all the air out, which in breath work, if you push the air all out, you're getting it all out, right? And then you gasp, you're like, and you inhale with the sob, but you're taking in a whole new breath of fresh air and oxygenating your body with this newness. And then you're crying salt tears and purifying. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so great. It's like, <laughs> like the sadness went away. I, it turned into laughter and joy because I was like, this is amazing. Our bodies are amazing if we just allow it to do its thing, right? So Very beautiful. Much. Very much right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, crying so. and laughter. Laughter can do the same. Uh, that's so true. And oftentimes one becomes the other either way. Yep. Agreed. So let's take a short break really quick and then talk about, I really want to talk about 
being an empath and how that's a gift. And then also depression. I'm not sure which is going to come up first. So we'll see. Okay. Hey, Wayshower, this week is the Boundless Soul Summit, and you are more than invited to join us. It's in a private Facebook group, but you can go right over to beingboundless.com to sign up, and you'll get access to everything for 48 hours. There's also a VIP option so that you can have lifetime access to these amazing presentations and really learning opportunities for people like us who really don't feel like we necessarily fit in to the rest of the world or to the way the world is. But I think we all deep down sort of have this feeling, this sense that the tumultuousness of these times are actually necessary for bringing about the world that we came here to usher in that's more loving and more free, and more light for people, for all of us, for all of humanity, and the planet, and all of animals, and everything. So that's happening on the 18th and 19th. It is my very first summit of many. I'm so excited to do this one. It's got Melanie Weller, who will be talking about the vagus nerve, and how we can really trust our own bodies, and how we can actually learn to speak the language of our bodies. Because our bodies are always talking to us, but sometimes it's like, I'm not speaking that language, so this will help. Robin O'Donovan is going to be talking about how to honor the oneness of all of us and the individuals that we are, but also express our own individuality with courage and grace and confidence. I'm going to be sharing a shadow work exercise that my amazing great aunt Jean has taught me, and it really helps to love ourselves. I don't know about you, but I've had problems with that in my life. So this is a good one. And I've got two channelers coming on, Amy White and Lolly Akana, and they're going to be sharing in interview style. So I get to be asking the guides all what's up. So if you have any questions for them, you'll want to join real quick, hop in and write in the Facebook group what your questions might be for the channelers. And I'll ask those questions to them. And the bonuses, I don't even, I mean, I'm talking too much here. Let's get on with the podcast, but the bonuses are just amazing. So come on in, get your VIP access for life. And that's at beingboundless.com. We're going to jump back into the conversation now with Sarah. And I have no idea how this happened, but it's basically going to just jump right into kind of something that I'm saying without any context. But you'll kind of get the gist. That's why, though, it's like this. In the car with my husband once, and I randomly, out of the blue, just said, everyone just needs to calm down. <laughs> John's like, are you talking to the voices in your head? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Don't judge me. Absolutely. So, yeah. so now that it's, we're all... It's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're laughing until the tears are coming, let's talk about depression. <laughs> let's go deep, deep dive. <laughs> because I'm, I'm just going to assume just from our conversation that we might have had similar experiences with it. I've been depressed before because I've been so dang self-critical. I don't know if you've experienced depression or not, but it seems like you're aware of that it's not a condition, but an experience. And I'd love to get into that because it rings yes. really true for me. 
Yes, absolutely. So I actually had the label of manic depression from when I was, they, they like kind of backdated it and they're like, okay, you've been having these issues since about eight years old. So I was really quite manic growing up and depressed all the time, but I would have high points, right? Like I was good, but then immediately I'd be down and not okay. And, um, and suicidal and all these different things for years until I was about 27. So I spent more than half of my life in that, that wavelength. And so I know it very well, (laughs) very well. The depressed state, it's, it's deep, it's dark, it's gloomy, it's scary. It can be totally overwhelming and yet rising out of it, finding my own ways to rise out of it because their pills made things worse for years. And it just, you know, nothing really helps in that way for me. And that's what I found working with a lot of my clients too, and friends talking about it, just the pills kind of numb and and they don't really let you feel what's happening. So then you're not really working through what's actually going on, right? So it's in my eyes, it just prolongs it. So when you really look at depression, if you look at the word, the word tells you what you need. Depression, you need to depressurize. You're feeling pressure. You're locked in a box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, right. Totally. I feel suffocated. I feel like I can't be myself. I feel like I'm abiding by everyone else's rules that don't make sense to me. I feel like I can't dress how I want to dress. I feel like I have to have this job that I don't enjoy, but they tell me it's the best job ever. They tell me I have to go to these college classes, but I don't like them and I don't want to do it. But then, you know, just all these, I'm in debt. I'm in all these things. And you're trapped within a box, within a box, within a box, within a box. And then you don't even know who you are anymore. There's all these walls and, and voices of everyone else telling you who you should be, who you shouldn't be, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> everyone <laughs> just needs to calm down. Calm down. Everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a moment where you have to claim that for yourself and say, now hang on. Everyone just take a step back. You're in my bubble. And I need to figure out my space, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And when we can really look at that, like I feel like so many people, so depression, anxiety, it's skyrocketed right now, which not many people are talking about. And it frustrates me to no end. I'm like, guys, like we are making things worse. Hang on. Like, (laughs) you know, like people are not knowing how to deal with the feelings they're feeling, you know? And so to look at depression and say, it's an experience. And I say this because it's not going to last forever. It's a wave, right? So our hearts are measured in waves and hertz. Our brain waves are measured in waves and hertz. The earth's heartbeat is measured in waves and hertz. The waves go in waves. It's just like emotions come in waves. It's all in waves of experience. And if we can breathe into the depression rather than think that something's wrong with us and say, how am I actually feeling? What am I feeling? Where do I feel it in my body? Right. And just really going through the layers of what are the possibilities of why I'm feeling this way? Do I feel restricted? 
do I feel suffocated? Do I feel like I can't really be myself, even though I might not know who or what that is right now? Like, where am I at? And just get a baseline so that you know how deep in it you are, or it might just be a surface level, like, oh, this is totally uncomfortable thing. That might be a lot easier to move your way through it. But once we have a baseline of understanding, like, oh, there's like 10 boxes I got to weave through before I can really find the light within me. You know, I got to clean the cobwebs. It might be a little bit of work, but it's totally doable, you know? And again, going back to what we were talking about, surrounding yourself with people. Like there are so many more loving people on this planet now than ever before, I feel like, you know, so there's more communities, more spiritual guides, more loving communities to be in to be connected with even if it's online to help you support yourself through this growth process and it's like to me anything's possible in that space because you're you're cleaning the slate in a way you know okay maybe nothing's really wrong other than maybe i'm just running on old paradigms and old ways that i always have run but it just doesn't feel good to me anymore and so you're like what now Oh my God, that's actually so, to some people that's frightening, you know, it's so scary, but I say, okay, well, it's also exciting. It activates the same part of the brain, fear and excitement, right? So it's like, let's just say it's also exciting. It's okay if you're scared and you know, only goodness will come from you facing these things and creating the changes that you need. And that's sometimes where you need someone to hold your hand. That's sometimes when you need to become humble and say, I need help. What are my first steps? Can someone encourage me a little bit? Cause I, I can't step forward or just acknowledging where your setbacks are to have someone else fill that space with you while you need it. And then it strengthens you and lifts you up. And I think that's another part of it is we feel incompetent or like what you were saying, I should already know this or whatever, right? And so it's just like, how can we bring in this humbleness? We don't know. We don't know everything and it's okay. But there's other people that have been through it and are willing to help us. So how do we ride that wave? It's a tough ride to get get it going and get the momentum going and you're, you know, you're strengthening your, your everything. But then you get there and you start coasting. And that's where the goodness really, really is. And then you ride the wave down and you might hit another lull. But now you know the skills. All right. Something needs to change here. I'm a little bit not, there's something out of alignment. I'm not feeling 100% right now. Okay. What newness can I bring in? What changes need to happen? What boundaries are being crossed? Whatever it is. And we just start reassessing. And then we go forward again. So it's just really realizing the waves. It's okay. It's an experience, guys. It's an experience. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's a ride. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a wild ride. And it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And it's okay. If it was, honestly, it wouldn't be all that interesting, I feel like. Yeah. That's what we say, I think, to make ourselves feel better. But I agree. You know, I think it would yeah. be boring if it was always good. <laughs> I definitely don't. I don't wish for like harm or, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no. <laughs> that stuff can, that can go away. But, you know, it's just like there's these uncomfortable things that 
that's that's growth. That's growth. Yeah. Okay, we're evolving. We're growing. And sometimes I call it I call it growing pains. You know? Yeah. It's like when your bones and everything are growing, you're like, ow, it hurts. You know? It's similar, but your spirit's growing. That's all. And it's I bet to get you your body to catch up. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And I bet none of us really remember what it was like when we had growing pains growing up because now we're adults and it's, I don't remember growing pains. I'm sure I had them, Mm -hmm. you know? That's fascinating. I always have wondered if people still get growing pains because I get them every now and again. And I have no idea if it's actually like, maybe I should tune into that. It's not that I have no idea. I just haven't asked myself, Um, (laughs) but I do get growing pains every now and again. It's fascinating. Very. I'd love to... When you tune into that, why don't you text me? I will. <laughs> I will. No. If and when it happens again, because it's happened a few different times. I wouldn't have to guess in the last like eight years. I've noticed it a few different times. So if it happens again, you'll be the first person to text. I'll let Ooh. you know when you find out. Now that I have the awareness of, I got to ask myself, what's actually going on here? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm really curious to know if other people either a remember having growing pains as a child Mm -hmm. or well maybe this sparked the (laughs) memory or b do you still experience them i mean i suppose Mm -hmm. i could say i experience growing pains as well because we're always like you said we're always evolving right Right. and i feel like whenever we're resisting that evolution we're gonna get into some sort of pain (laughs) so it's just something it's it's okay cracking cracking the layers we're moving it's all good (laughs) it's all good so i i really love all of that you said. I had, oh, something came into my head when you were talking and I don't know if it stayed because I, I just get so into the, (laughs) what you're sharing. Oh, I know what it was. (laughs) It was the part where we don't know everything and that's okay. And that we have each other. We have, we can ask. And it makes me think of the collective, the human collective, because we are a collective just like you know, any of the other collectives out there. Human collective is a collective. And so for a long time, I thought that meant if I needed an answer, I could just close my eyes and say, collective, give me the answer. (laughs) Because I know I'm part of this collective consciousness, which is possible. Right. At my skill level (laughs) at that time. Again, remember, I should know, I should be already evolved yep. completely right now. Right. right now. <laughs> so <laughs> realizing that I wasn't getting answers, asking another physical human being is literally the same thing as reaching out into the collective energy field. It's just yeah. a different manifestation of that energy field. So agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I think that is something that I'm going to take with me from this <laughs> interview, just in case I forget and try to get all my answers by myself again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that reminds me of one of my biggest learning lessons that I'm still, I'm still learning is to listen more. You know, I'm such a talker and I have so much to say and I just want to keep talking. But back then I had so much to say because I had my awakening and I knew everything and I just, you had to know, you had to know what I was thinking and you know, so I, (laughs) yeah, I learned, I humbled myself. I was like, you don't know everything and everyone's perspective is so different. Listen, you can always be learning, you know, we all have different experiences and it's so grand, 
so grand to learn from sharing those experiences and those emotional vibrations. It's powerful. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of, see how beautifully this segues right in. You talked about emotional experiences and sharing. Now let's mm-hmm. talk about empathy and how it's truly a gift. I think so many people feel that empathy is so hard because I'm feeling everybody's emotions. And if I'm in a narcissistic relationship, that means I'm the victim of it. And I looked up narcissist and we're all narcissists. I mean, narcissist doesn't mean you're taking advantage of somebody. Mm -hmm. It actually just means that you really think highly of yourself and like no one else. (laughs) So I think a lot of empaths get into relationships with narcissists, but what it becomes is actually an emotional abuse situation. But that's a whole nother topic. Mm. Maybe let's talk about what is an empath? Why are we all empaths? And why is it a gift? Because that's a brighter subject. (laughs) I love you. We could go down that road. You know, I love you too. (laughs) And we may, we may eventually sometime. Maybe today, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is definitely, I think this should be talked about way more in our world in general, and especially our spiritual community, worldwide community, you know, because I have a lot of my clients coming to me and being like, I'm just, I'm an empath and I just feel so much. And I'm like, okay, like, that's awesome. They're like, what? (laughs) Hang on, hear me out. (laughs) It's always so funny. I'm like, that's great. They're like, what? They want to strangle me. Uh, (laughs) Like, but when we are, I really, really, let's just start off with this. One, it is overwhelming. It can be absolutely overwhelming if we don't know what it is for one, and we don't know where it's coming from, and we don't have any clue what it means or what to do with it. (laughs) That's where the overwhelmingness comes from, really. And when I look at it, I really 100% feel that any human is capable of this. We have just lived in a society that has numbed us down. It's been their whole, if you look at the way we're taught, it's like, shut your emotions away, keep going, buck up, stop crying, be tough, you know, and ugh, all, all the stereotypes. And at work, you know, it couldn't be emotional. You just had to get your job done and do it. And so there's all of these ways of life through the systems that have been created that cause us to think that being sensitive is bad. And really, if if we are already aware of this as a younger child, we realize, oh my God, I was, I was a sensitive mess. That was me my entire life, you know? And had someone taught me what that meant and what to do with it and that it wasn't all mean, I thought something was wrong with me, right? And everyone was telling me, you're too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Stop crying already. You cry too much. What's your problem? You know, and just all the things. I'm telling my really story. Think, yeah, you really think something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with you. Nothing. You are an evolved, awakened, activated being. Your nerves, your sensories are alive and well. You just don't understand what to do with it yet. And to me, the gifts within being an empath are enormous. So to be an empath, you have, you have your aura, right? And you've got each of us is sending waves out 
and we're receiving the waves that are sending from other people. And so we sense these. Yeah. Like, hopefully it's loving. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why anytime I know, like I have very potent energy. So anytime I'm in a bad mood, I just stay home. I'm like, Oh, like, I don't need to be sending this in people's direction. Let me, let me get my shit together first. Like, hang on. I know, right? Start my poor husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one look. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and that's in a whole nother part of it, right? Is becoming aware of our own energy that we are putting out into the world and saying, okay, maybe I need a meditation practice, a breathing practice, a grounding practice, something to help me ground this intense energy that has nowhere to go except outward. And it could be really destructive for other people like hang on you know but we start to realize and and some people are like am I am I impassive I don't know well when you go into a room can you notice if someone's in a bad mood right almost always a lot of people be like oh yeah totally I've noticed that before and you don't even have to see the person's face you just sense it you're feeling the potency of their waves coming into your aura into your energy field and it's filtering you don't even have to do anything. It's just naturally filtering. Your mind field is amazing. And it's sending you information through your emotional response. And then you cognitively are like, oh, someone's angry. There's a whole process there happening in the mind field that you don't realize. It's phenomenal to me. So, okay, we feel anger. Okay, what do we do with that? That's intense, right? And some people say, oh, I just keep absorbing and it's just draining me. You're right okay, it's draining. You don't want to keep taking on everyone's emotions. So where is your practice to continue clearing your own field? It's not that you have to control what everyone else is doing. It's what are you doing in your own field? And how strong is your practice? Right? How strong is it that you aren't touchable? You might be able to sense it, but you realize it's not yours and you just breathe it out and send it back to owner with love. And your field is clear. And I say it sounds so easy, but there are breathwork practices and grounding practices that I help my clients with. And it's phenomenal. The different frequencies of emotions that you can bring in of joy, right? If you have anger, that can be a very draining emotion, draining, draining the field. It's just potent and on the lower negative field, right? But it's literally draining. So, okay, we've got to balance that out with a positive frequency. And that positive frequency might be joy or happiness, right? And you can bring that in through intention, through visualization, in through your breath, enhance your field. And all of a sudden it balances out and cancels out the anger. And it's like, boof, I feel so much better. Oh, amazing. You know? So <laughs> there are ways to navigate the empathic field and the empathic experience. I mean, so if we have these empathic things going on all the time. Some people say, oh, I just don't, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> it's like, well, I think you might not understand the benefits of it, right? So then talking about the benefits, man, going into my events, right? Going into my events and my sound meditations and I just listen and I'm feeling and I'm sensing and I'm letting it all move through, not attacking me. I'm just sensing and understanding. And then I let the words flow through. And almost every single event, someone's like, I felt like you were talking to me. 
everything you said was on point with everything I was thinking this week or everything, you know, and you start to become this intuitive channel where we start to see what people might need from us. Right. And it is amazing. Or you go into a, like a job interview. Ha! And that's when every time, if you know how to work it, right, you start to feel in what the, the person interviewing you is feeling, what they're really looking for, how to communicate with them, because they might be more of a stickler and not talk about emotions. So you learn communication and you start to really navigate those relationships based on what you're sensing. Oh, someone's pissed off okay, maybe I don't come in super bubbly and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, you tone it down the notch so that it's not potent and you find a matching level so you guys can communicate, right? So uh-huh. as I talk about this and I hear it, I'm like, okay, that's definitely something I've practiced for a long time. Like it's not something you can learn right away. So I know it sounds unreachable for some, some people right now. And with practice, you can totally get there. Totally, that's what all of us are doing. We're all sensitive and we're all figuring it out. And again, connecting with Mother Earth. Where's your nature at? That's your number one. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling overwhelmed by other people's energies, you ungrounded. You are ungrounded. Go ground your battery. Go ground it into the earth. Anchor it in. Regroup. You're good. That's your number one. Your breath and earth. It will always bring you back to center. You know? Yes. Sorry, I went off there. No apology necessary. (laughs) (laughs) I get so excited about these things. Yeah, awesome. I get so excited about these things. I'm just like, so do I. There's so much there. Yeah, there's so much there that we have absolutely been gifted. It is not something that you have to live with. It's something that you're excited about. You can be excited about. You're ahead of the game to me. If, yeah. if your body's activated in that way and you're sensing those things, you are ahead of the game. You're here to help the evolution of humans, help them get out of the stupor that we've been in, you know, like, wake up, here we go. We're activated. The energy's moving. We're flowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. And as you cultivate the awareness of yeah. this empathy, you can now have more choice on, am I doing this right now? Or am I going to do something? Am I really going to listen to this? Yeah. Or am I going to go? Yep. You can have boundaries as an empath. And in fact, I highly Lots recommend boundaries. <laughs> Without boundaries, you will not be boundless. So yeah. set them yep. and maintain them and love yourself enough to keep them, you know? Yep. Yep. And, and that's another thing, you know, the way that I see boundaries, because some people are like, because I used to be so into protection fields and I had to create all these energetic things around me. And I was so into it for a really long time. And then I realized (laughs) that's, that's a step to understanding what's actually happening. Right. And, and the protection field is out of fear that you are going to be attacked. Right. So it's what if our vibration is so high that that vibration is our boundary, you know, and it's saying this is my loving, respectful, and honest field. And if you are not willing to interact with that, that's where our conscious awareness comes in of like, "Mm, nope, they're not. That's my boundary. 
okay, have a nice day, <laughs> you know? And yeah. and yeah, that's where the verbal boundaries come along and you just exit scene. Doesn't need to be my scene scenery today, you know? Um, other times you do feel called. Other times you do feel called to have that conversation with a person that might be needing attention or might be needing the conversation or space to be held or whatever it is. And other times you're like, I don't have energy for that or I don't, that's not, doesn't feel right to me and that's crossing my boundaries. Nope. So, and that's out of total self-respect, right? It's just respecting ourselves. Yep. And you had mentioned disrespect and how we talk to ourselves so disrespectfully. So I love how you brought it back in right now about how, okay, then what is respecting us? And that's just being really honest about what am I okay with right now? I I really, really love it. I love, I've loved this whole conversation (laughs) Uh, to, to more. Um, how can people get a hold of you? How can they follow you? How can we, how can they work with you? Where, where would they go? So my number one spot where everyone can find all of my information is my website. So it's supernovaenergetics.com. And on there, you'll find some of my services, some more about sound therapy, energy work. Um, You'll find links to all my social media stuff and you'll find a contact form. You'll find my events calendar. The events calendar has one event on it right now. COVID's been so weird. I'm like, (laughs) I pulled everything. I pulled everything off of online and I just went, I went underground. You know what? I was like, I'm, this is what we're doing. (laughs) I had, I took about a month and I just kind of stopped and it was Mm -hmm. awesome. And then I, when I came back Mm -hmm. out, it was so much more full. And so I, I love that you went underground. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was my old days. I felt like, wow. Cause I was raver. Okay, for many years of my life, from younger version of me, and we all everything we did was underground. And I was like, "Oh, I already know how to do this. We're going <laughs> healing underground. This is what's happening." Perfect. That's a great <laughs> thing to do. You know, above ground, underground, in the sky, in the sea, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And now, now there is one event that's public uh, for a public sound meditation happening this weekend, actually. So hopefully I'll be able to list more of them. If they want to be notified about ones that are not online, they just have to email me. Email you? Yeah. It's, it's the contact form is on my website. Yep. Perfect. Okay. That's perfect. I have one more question and this is super random and not about anything, but when you okay. talk, sometimes you sound a little bit like my sister-in-law and I'm wondering if you're from the East coast. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Southern Maine. Yeah. Southern Maine. Ooh, I love Maine. I went there when I was, when I graduated high school (laughs) and I told my mom, my mom and I went on a trip and I told her, I think I could, I could live either in Minnesota where I grew up or in Maine. I like it here. (laughs) I'm really glad I moved West twice. Uh, Yeah. Maine, I mean, it's beautiful in its own way, but it also has erratic weather and every extreme and I was over it. I'm like, I'm gone. Peace. Gotta go. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Same in Minnesota. Just no. And the culture there too. is just like, no, not quite. I, I, this isn't, it was one of those boxes. Yeah. I was going to say, is it closed minded and just like, yeah, not every part, but I mean, Minneapolis, St. Paul is, is pretty, it's very progressive and open, but not 
it's just a whole, the Midwest is just a different lifestyle. Yeah. It's not bad by any means. Hi, everyone from the Midwest listening. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. It's, I it, love it there. Yeah. It just wasn't me. Yeah. And, oh, yes, one more thing I'm going to mention because uh, you were in the loop for this, the Boundless Soul Summit coming up. When this drops, it's actually going to be in three days. <laughs> so this is going to come out as a podcast on the 20th. Uh, on the 15th of December. So I'm just going to mention that we're going to have the Boundless Soul Summit and Sarah was really set to to do it, but she's not going to be able to make it for this one. However, my vision is that I'm going to be doing these like once each equinox and solstice, like around perfect around the solstices and equinoxes. So maybe in March, maybe in June, maybe every single one from now on, I don't know. The potential is boundless. So let's see where it goes. Exactly. I know I was sad. I was like, I looked at the dates. Oh, but yeah, no, next time we're in, it'll be fun. I'm excited to see, I'll still be able to listen in. So I'm excited to see what you, what you co-create. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. Oh, shoot. I always, I almost forgot. I would love to have you suggest one practice that people that are listening can try out for this week to just either ground or feel into their empathy. Oh, there's so many things, right? There's just so many things. Yeah. Anything coming to the top of your head right now? I mean, everything is in the breath to me, you know, everything is into the breath and anyone can do that anywhere, anytime because it's there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We pretty much Um, need it to live. Yeah. You know, you got the all tools. You got it. You know, money needed, you know. So um, I can guide you really for a couple moments if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. So if you just close your eyes for a moment and just tuning into your breath, just tuning into where it's reaching, its flow, and doing your best in your next inhale to breathe as slowly and deeply into your lower belly. Just expanding your center with your inhale and with your exhale, letting go. Noticing the tension releasing. Allowing in another inhale. Deep into the belly and exhale. And one more, just really anchoring in that deep expansion, breathing into the belly and exhale. And on your next inhale, I'm going to invite you to imagine or sense what it feels like to breathe in through your heart space, your heart, your chest area. What is it like to imagine your breath moving in through your heart? And what is it like if you exhale out through your heart? Breathing in through your heart. And again, this might be more of an intention, a visualization, or a feeling based on who you are. 
Breathing that in through your heart and sensing that breath exiting, leaving through your heart space. Continuing to breathe in through your heart. And out through your heart. And continuing to focus your breath, moving in through your heart and out through your heart. And do your best to bring gentle awareness to the sensations in your body. Is your body more relaxed? Maybe you feel calmer. Maybe you feel clearer. And bringing in one more deep inhale through your heart. And this time, as you exhale, imagine your exhale breath going down through your feet, all the way down through your legs, down through your feet, anchoring into Mother Earth. Breathing in again into your heart. And as you exhale, allowing your exhale to go down your legs, down through your feet, into Mother Earth. And when you feel ready, very slowly, very gently opening your eyes. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel like just this life, you know, just the flow and the mm -hmm. everything, but this lightness and just life. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, that is one of the um, heart math breathing practices. Mm, they have beautiful. found that bringing your focus to your heart helps you to focus on the energy here and it naturally grounds. And I bring the breath at the end down to the feet because sometimes people feel a little lighty, flighty after. <laughs> so I'm like, let's ground you in. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. So that in itself, if people were to practice that when they wake up and when they go to bed, it would start to diminish anxiety almost immediately within days. It's powerful. Totally. Yeah. Totally I use that feel anytime that. I, yeah, anytime I feel stressed that breath practice comes in. So there's much more layers, many more layers to it, but that's the basic. Beautiful. I love it. Any last bit of advice or wisdom you want to drop with us here before we have to say goodbye? For well, now. <laughs> I am, yeah, I am so grateful to have been able to be here with you and share. And I really, really do hope that if anything, people have gained perspective you know, I, I really feel it's such a gift that you allow space for people to talk about these types of things and allow perspective to help people get out of where they've been. You know, this year has been really weird, as we all know, and it can 
make people feel disconnected or like something's wrong or like they're lost. And really you're not, you're not, it's, it's all okay. We're all moving through the best we can and reach out. That's all I can say is reach out to those people that you feel drawn to and connect and keep connecting and keep connecting and you'll create your own support system whenever you need it. So it's much needed these days. Yes, then it's true. Thank you so much, Sarah. I've had a Thank blast. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. So grateful. If you've heard this podcast before, you know I love numerology. It's one of the things that I use to help wayshores understand themselves on a really deep and tangible level so that when they are putting themselves out there, they're going to know like some of the major challenges they might have, they might have been facing, some of the blocks that have prevented them from being seen, being heard, being valued, so we can change them, so we can work with the brain. As we talked about here, the brain is so powerful. The heart is so powerful. If we can combine those forces and use the energetics and the understanding of numerology, I mean, magic. This is true magic that happens. So I'll just say a couple things about Sarah here. Her inner self number is a three. Now, your inner self number, I know I've mentioned this before, but it's usually kind of a challenge. Now, three is the number of, like, I think of the sun. It's the sunshine in the room. It's the cheerful personality, the person you always want to be around because they are in a good mood. But the number in the inner self position is usually pretty challenging before we start on our spiritual path. And even after, it's one of the more challenging things to really master. Well, with being manic and then being depressed, especially because you don't yet know who you are, you haven't started your spiritual path, you're trying to fit into a world that you are not meant to fit into. But we don't know this, so we just think we're wrong. This is like a major way show her wound. And for Sarah, she experienced this manic depression because of it. I would say, and I think you can see, <laughs> that she has come into really embodying her three in herself. Because as I mentioned in the beginning, we laughed, I think, more than any other guest and I have laughed. She has that ability to see the light, the lightness in all things. That it's, yes, dark and heavy sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's bad, right? She still sees that there's good. I love it. I love that she's come into this aspect of the three. And if you're feeling like you're having trouble with being a light and seeing the light and seeing the good and connecting with others and seeing the good when you connect with others, you just might have a three in one of your challenging positions. Or maybe your expansive mind is overtaken by your protective mind. And it's just, all you need to do is a little work on it. And it's fun work because it's yoga. 
Anyhow, I'm going to go on with her path number because she's so, so, so much in alignment with her path. Her path is an eight. The eight is someone who's going to stand up, take charge, and lead. And the eight is, even if they lead underground, (laughs) the eight is the pranic body, which is that aspect of us that's able to harness and direct energies for getting projects done and for healing. And this is something that I know Sarah to be. She is a healer and she's very much embodying her numbers. I will only talk about the three and the eight for you now. So you can just get a taste and an idea if you are interested in looking at your numbers more. You can do so on beingboundless.com. You can click on courses. Your soul map is available for you. Or if you want some one-on-one individual guidance, you can get a soul map reading where I actually will create your map for you. You don't have to know anything. (laughs) I'll just do it for you. And then we meet for 90 minutes and we basically have a healing session, healing integration, planning session for your next best actions. Really, way shower, you're here to be seen, heard, and valued. You're here to change the world. You're not supposed to feel like you fit in. You're not supposed to feel good about the way the world is. Because if you did, then you wouldn't be working to change it. And that's what you came here for. It's a really big job, and I'm so grateful to you. I am so honored to be on this way showing path with you. Thank you. It's time to stand up and shine out. I hope you join me in the Wayshower Circle. You'll hear a little bit about that in a moment. If this episode lifted your spirits at all, elevated you in any way, please do share it with somebody who you think may need a little bit of elevation or someone who's interested in the subjects that we've talked about. There are a lot of people isolated right now and even something like this, a high vibe conversation in your ears can really make a difference. And it's something that you two can connect on, which is what I'm all about. Connecting. It's such a powerful thing. Jump in to the Boundless Soul Summit. If you haven't been there yet, that's at beingboundless.com as well. You can get your 18 affirmations for way showers. You can learn which way showing attributes you really connect with most deeply and use affirmations for those attributes. And last thing I swear, if you enjoy this podcast, it would mean more than the world to me if you left a five-star rating and wrote a review. I will share your review on a future episode and extra points if you include at least one exclamation point. Thank you so much for being boundless with me. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for being a part of this great awakening on earth. What a wild time to be here. I want you to know I'm here for you. If you're looking for one-on-one support or just need quick clarity, head to beingboundless.com to see how I can help make your transformation smoother. If you found this episode to be helpful, please share it with your friends. On a similar note, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts so others like you can find it and benefit too. I cannot wait to read yours on a future episode. Until next time, thank you so much, Boundless Soul, for being boundless with me. Your friend, Elsie.